Brothers Podcast. Brothers Podcast. Brothers Podcast. Live from Brothers Podcast. <laughs> Season two. Hey, so fellas, have y'all heard about what's going on uh, with uh, LeBron James and Kyrie Irving? How could you not? It's been the biggest story of the summer. Everybody forgot about free agency, kind of, once yeah. Kyrie piped up and basically said, get me away from LeBron, I hate him. Well, I don't know if he said <laughs> that specifically, but... <laughs> not, not specifically, but... You didn't say quote-unquote. <laughs> quote-unquote. quote-unquote. <laughs> And all jokes aside, <laughs> I say that. So, what do y'all uh, think is going on? So, have you ever been at a at a work situation where you're making good money and it's a good paying job, but the team that you work on, there's one person that just gets under your skin to no end, and you want to switch, and you're willing to take a job that's more fulfilling and pay less? Same situation. I don't think he's getting paid less. I don't think he's getting paid less, but also I don't think he's getting any rings anywhere else, wherever he's going. Well, he already has a ring, so. Well, one, so if that's the goal. That's more than Charles Barkley got. More than Patrick Ewing. More than sure. another great player that doesn't have a ring that doesn't come to mind right now. <laughs> These are all facts. I don't know. I, I, I guess I kind of get it, though. I mean, he signed an extension with Cleveland to essentially be the guy there and then 10 days later LeBron's like alright I'm back so everybody's like on LeBron basically and then you know if the Cavs win LeBron gets the credit for it if the Cavs lose then yeah like LeBron doesn't have enough help basically so do we think this is more scrutiny for well, in the long run will this be more scrutiny on Kyrie or on LeBron I think it depends on what Kyrie does after. I mean, if he stays and they or they don't win anytime soon, then it's, it's going to be on Kyrie. If he goes somewhere else and they still don't win, it's still going to be on Kyrie. So I think I don't think LeBron has anything to do with this situation, in my opinion. I disagree. I think I think it I think Kyrie like up front the conversation is and the conversation has been all about Kyrie. Like, why would Kyrie leave? This is a terrible business decision. If he wants to win rings, blah, blah, blah. But I think in the long run, like, if other people, like, don't want to play with LeBron or he goes, it, like, next year when he leaves, because he's going to, um, he goes somewhere and he doesn't win again, like, I think that might kind of taint his legacy as a, kind of as a co-worker. Because, like, Everybody, it didn't really come out that Jordan was kind of a jerk to his teammates and to other people that he worked with until after he was done playing. Like, people put him on such high pedestal while he was still in the league. So Jordan's no longer the greatest player in the world because he was a jerk. No, no, no. That has nothing to do with that. That's a very hot take. It's different about your brand. Like, people might view you differently. Um, And I think Jordan built up enough brand equity that we didn't care that he was a jerk or a gambler or a cheater or had little kids in Asia making his shoes. We still bought the Jordans. We still <laughs> wore the jump that year. Like, nobody cared by then. But LeBron is still – he has an empire, but he's still adding to it. So I think if, if there's, like, some sort of character issues, and I think a lot of what he does outweighs whatever character issues might be there, I think it could, could make a dent into his brand depending mm-hmm. on how things play out. Fair point, fair point. 
So do you guys think Kyrie is going to get traded before the season, during the season, or you think they're just going to leave him? He currently still has, I think, three years on his deal that he signed back in 2014 when LeBron first came back. I think he'll be traded. I don't see how they could possibly coexist after this offseason. Uh, I just don't know where he's going to go or who has anything to offer them that they're willing to trade him for. I think one of two things happens. He either gets traded midseason and the front half of the season is so abysmal, kind of alluding to what D-Day already spoke of as far as them coexisting, um, that they have to get rid of him. Or he goes the whole season. I don't think it's happening before the season starts um, or even early season. I think it's going to be right before the trade deadline. And it's going to probably going to be to a team that's not in it because he doesn't have a no-trade clause, right? Like they can... No, the only yeah, three can, players that have no trade clause are yeah. uh, Carmelo, LeBron, and uh, Dirk. Yeah. So he can they can ship him off to the Knicks. Oh, I would love to see for, Kyrie on the Knicks. Mello, from Melo at the mid-season point. I don't know why Ky- um, why the New York Knicks would make that trade, but I mean, I would love to see that personally. Why they'd make the trade for Kyrie? Crazy. Nah, well, not. I'm not saying that. As far as they're gonna have to give back the poor Zing guy. For um, for Kyrie, and I don't think they're gonna do that. I think they would get rid of Melo, and what's the, what's the name that they just signed, Hardaway Jr. Oh yeah, they better get rid of him. They get rid of those two, and maybe one draft pick, but definitely those two for Kyrie. But it's not gonna be till midseason. Uh, where do you guys think LeBron's gonna go next year? You think he's gonna stay in Cleveland? Or you think he's gonna go to another team? I think he's gone. I think he's going to. I don't think he owes Cleveland anything else, honestly, but it's really, to me, really difficult to see where he would go um, without, I guess, creating a new another super team or joining another super team and still having a chance. And it's like, you can't, you can't do both in this day and age. So it's really difficult to say. Where I'm, hoping, <clears throat> I'm hoping he doesn't go to the Lakers. Because the Eastern Conference is so bad right now. It's so lopsided that the conversation of open seating for the playoffs might actually have to happen. Well, the East was bad in the 90s, right? I mean, Jordan won, like, every uh, essentially Eastern Conference championship. Well, most of them, at least six of them. I think it was just Jordan and um, I would think it was just Chicago and Detroit there for a little bit. Yeah. At that point, but, but still, the the lopsidedness in terms of I can't remember what stat it was. I think it was from Bleacher Report, but they were talking about how lopsided it was, like how many All NBA players were in the West now, how like all that. It's it's super lopsided, and and the the league kind of goes in cycles of being heavy on one side or the other. Um, but man, that's because you would have every every MVP except for one from the past 10 years all on one side of the league. And only one that you would have, barring whatever happens this year, would be Derrick Rose. He would still be in Cleveland, presumably. Oh, you're saying if LeBron was to go to another team? Yeah, if LeBron was to go. I really don't 
don't know where he will go unless he's going to get on the I will save your city tour. Now he's one in Cleveland. Like, once he just go to city after city after city and give them a championship and then leave. I will save your city. Yeah, like, I just. What else does he have to prove? Exactly. Silence. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He doesn't have anything to prove. He's like the what, the third greatest player of all time, behind Jordan See, and Kobe. And that of course. would be the only thing that he would have to prove is like he's the greatest player. But unfortunately, that debate is the one that can't be solved. Who's one? Of, who's one and two? I'm sorry. Who's one and two? If he's the third. Oh Here well. We go. <laughs> <laughs> he won't let that one slide. Yeah. <laughs> Well, obviously, uh, Jordan is number one, uh-huh. and uh, <laughs> number two is clearly uh, Kobe Bryant. Bryant. Oh God! <laughs> well, let's but LeBron's a solid number three, so you know, there's no shame. It's no shame in being number three. There's no shame in it. Yeah, hey, um, that's why I'm gonna have to disagree with you, my good brother. No, uh, LeBron is LeBron is. He's definitely in Jadakiss territory, top five that are alive. Um, but Kobe is not. <laughs> <laughs> you have no facts. <laughs> oh, I have it's facts. From the heart right now. Right, yeah. <laughs> I have facts. I'm talking about Justin. I know Kendall, you're gonna come with. Well, we'll say so until we hear. So, um, or right, here's here's my top five. Jordan, obviously number one. Um, Bill Russell it's kind of hard to dispute that one as well um, Magic in terms of the only Laker in this top 5 list eh, nope he's not the only Laker Kareem's in there and then LeBron is going to be in there as well um, who's going to have the question that I'm going to back back out um, as I've been doing okay. um, <laughs> under what metrics are you ranking this top 5 because I'm from the players, I'm, I'm not disputing any of the players you just named. They're all great, but they're great in different arenas or different sure. avenues. Um, none of those people are the same type of player. None of them, sure. right? So I'm trying to figure out, and, not, and I'm not saying Kobe should be in there or he shouldn't be in there. I'm going to let you guys decide. <laughs> but based <laughs> off of those names you just gave, I don't see how it's so... It's so... I don't know, almost insulting to you that somebody's trying to take a video. <laughs> well, <clears throat> and here's my thing with the Kobe argument is that when on how many how many championships did he win with Shaq? Two or three? Three? Is three? I don't know. <clears throat> However many. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not However many he won with Shaq, I think. And Kendall, correct me if I'm wrong, because you're the resident uh, Kobe Bean Bryant expert. Um, Shaq won the the Finals MVP in at least two of those, if not all three. Uh, he won in all three, even though the last two are disputed. Disputed. See the living room so, discussions that Kendall's been having. <laughs> So, so hear me out on on my top five, and this is kind of how I think of it. Um, they're they're the greatest at something, right? And it'd be easier to make a top ten because you'd be able to 
include more of the greatest at various things. But Jordan's the greatest finals player um, just in terms of his record in the finals. 6-0, and never lost. Uh, Russell has the most championships and was the most one of the most dominant players in his era. He was the most dominant player in his actual era, but in terms of looking at individual players' eras, he was the mo- one of the most dominant players. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, scoring leader, greatest scorer of all time. Um, <clears throat> Magic Johnson, in my opinion, greatest point guard of all time. And then LeBron is the greatest. I want to, right now. I want to say wing player. It depends on how the rest of his his career pans out. Because I could say all around player, but I, I got to see how the rest of his career pans out. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, dispute it. Listen, the video in on that one. Give me it. This is not right. Kendall, I'm not listening to you. No, 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 no
my dear brother Kendall is using hyperbole. I'm using I'm using um, a little bit of hyperbole. Is- that is true. <laughs> but as far as uh, as far as the Lakers that you had on your list, um, when the Lakers won their championships in the '80s, Kareem was the best player yeah. on those teams at a certain point in time. Then in the later '80s, Magic was the best player on those teams. So they used their All argument right. against Kobe that saying he wasn't the best player on his team when he was playing with Shaq is not only incredible, but it's just ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> and disrespectful to say something like that. <laughs> And the only reason the whole Shaq argument because I mean Shaq the biggest best big man ever. I'm not you know, nobody can touch Shaq in that arena, in my opinion. But as a as a as someone who plays power forward myself, not center, but you know, as a big man category, you have to realize that without a guard or a shooting guard, or without wingman, or without somebody else, mm-hmm. your big man is virtually, I'm not going to say useless, <laughs> but their their impact is severely limited without somebody else. Sure. And that's, and that's, that's evident in the league now, because there's quote-unquote big guys out there that can't do daily squat, because they don't have a guard, or somebody to get them the ball, or to set them up, or to, you know what I'm saying, people to spread the floor out, in order so that they're not triple team, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that. Right. So I just, I just, I really just didn't like the, the whole insinuation of, you know, what you said before. And that's all the reason I'm still going. I'm sorry, I'm not picking on Whitey today. I just, I just didn't like. It. It's cool. It's cool. I'm, I'm gonna fall back now. You guys can take more. Listen, man. Top five that are alive is always an opinion based conversation. Yeah, we always get caught up. We. We always get caught up ranking something on this podcast every episode. I'm trying to remember what the original question was. I don't even remember. <laughs> it, doesn't even, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> Ken, Kendall was talking about. Uh, Is it where LeBron was going to go? Is that what no, was I just. I just originally talked about. I'm provoked. I said LeBron was the third greatest player of all time. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Whitey started the whole I listing. I feel baited. I feel baited. <laughs> I wasn't trying to bait you. <laughs> yeah. And then. And then he had Scott laying in the cut, <laughs> ready. <laughs> I didn't even know Scott was on. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's how that's how you know this is wrong. Because Kendall calls, hey Scott, Justin up here acting up. Hop on the cast real quick. My line brother's supposed to be here. He ain't even here. I got no background. Sir, you have no proof of that at all. <laughs> Just like Kobe throwing the alley to uh, Shaq. Oh yeah, yeah. That's me and Scott already. <laughs> so, uh, you guys playing uh, fantasy football this year? Yep, I believe so. I will continue to have my feelings hurt as I do every year. Let's see, why do you? For that very reason, I'm thinking about sitting out. Sit this one out. I'm, I'm thinking about sitting out too. It's too much of an emotional roller coaster, man. Yeah. I always start off. I always start off so well, man. And yep. if I don't be trading and doing all this other stuff that y'all be doing, I'll be out. Hey, Mike, Listen. you were like undefeated like for a while last year, right? I mean, I remember, yeah, man, you were the top two saying. teams. I'm <laughs> <laughs> well, like eight and oh. You had that Drew Brees train, though, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You had all the Saints, so that's how you won. It's like a guaranteed, <laughs> it's like a guaranteed 50 points a, a week. Who actually won the, uh, the fantasy football tournament that we had, were all involved in together last year? Yeah. Was it when you won it? I thought I thought it was Whitey. I don't 
think I won the tournament. I had the best record in the season, but I don't think I won the tournament. Uh, it was like you and Kendarius, right? At the end? He might have won. Kendarius might have won. Yeah, Kendarius might have won. I remember I was like three and, I don't know, ten for the entire actual <laughs> season. But we got into the little tournament, and I made a mean run. I think Scott hurt my feelings. Somebody hurt my feelings. <laughs> what I don't like about fantasy football is that you stop watching the games as a fan and just like all relax. Like, all right, you know, it's a good game on. You know, such and such is playing uh, such and such, and now you're just watching it for stats. Like, oh, I hope they get this touchdown. I hope they catch this ball. I want to go through a football it, season where I don't have to worry about none of that. That's what I'm thinking about make, not doing it. It'll make you hurt, uh, hate your favorite team. Yeah. It will. Now, hold on one minute. <laughs> now, hold on one minute. Uh, just just for context, can we quickly go through and say who's uh, everyone's favorite team is real quick before I make my statement? I'm saying. I'm saying? All right. What? I don't what? Oh, you said favorite team? Yeah. Well, I already see where this is going. And because I'm mm-hmm. an intelligent individual who's been educated by the great University of North Carolina State University. So 49ers, all right. I will not let you bait me into where this is going. So 49ers, okay. Uh, Because your team was a fluke last year. What? Fluke. What? Fluke. Not to be confused with the flute, the instrument, but fluke with a K. Hold on. I'll come right back around to that. KD, what's your team? Team is the Carolina Panthers. I don't know where you're going with this. So... (laughs) Listen, listen. For those of us who are true fans, fantasy football does not affect how we view our phenomenal football franchises. Yes, Agreed. I did say that with alliteration. I do agree with I do agree with Joaquin. No S on that on that term. So uh, let me ask you this: Are you are you going to draft the um, your running back first overall if you get the first pick? That's going to be out the first game of the year. Uh, um. For, <laughs> first off, for disciplinary reasons. Fantasy football. Uh, for the history of fantasy football, I have not gotten the first pick ever, um, so probably not going to happen. Number two, uh, I don't know if I'm going to pick Zeke this year. I'll be honest with you. Uh, it kind of depends because I don't think they'll have a sophomore slump, but this is always the phrase that people use. Everybody's got film on them now, so we know how, or not we, but whoever they play against knows how Dak and Zeke operate now. They've seen them play as an offense. They didn't make any major changes. Same offensive line. Same kind of same offense. All that kind of stuff. So I think there might be a little bit of a learning curve, so I may take my drafting elsewhere. But if I do end up with Zeke, I will be very pleased. And whoever gets him will be very pleased. I played fantasy football with a Cowboys fan um, back when um, we were in college. And they drafted every single cowboy <laughs> on their team. It's just foolish. Yeah, it was foolish because on a bye week, they didn't score any points. Well, yeah, I think the catcher got some points. But. Yikes. <laughs> they just willing to take that hell and guarantee that hell. <laughs> so, who do you guys think is a good? If you had the first pick, who are you going to take in that fantasy football draft? All right, what if it's... Okay. I, can't t- I can't tell y'all because I'm in a league with some of y'all. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if, you, if you're in a league that's a PPR league, then uh, contrary to some belief, and I don't know if it's folks on this cast, definitely folks in this group, um, you should probably pick a wide receiver first in a PPR league as opposed to a uh, 
running back. They'll get you more points. Don't look at me like that, Scott. I personally think that's that's silly. Um, I get a running back just because running backs are always in demand in leagues, in which case they get hurt a lot sooner than uh, wide receivers do. So come week five, or when the bye weeks, or whenever the bye weeks start, and you're looking for a running back, (laughs) and somebody got four sitting on their bench because they drafted (laughs) early, and you're sitting there with all these wide receivers, and I always say get a running back first. Um, But that's just me. I actually like fantasy football in the sense that kind of for the same reason that Kendall said he didn't like it, (laughs) was because if I think you find interesting games, you normally wouldn't. Like I said, I'm, I'm a Redskins fan, so I like watching the Redskins games. I tend to watch other games now that I normally wouldn't watch just for the purpose of watching for, um, saying watching for stats. And whoever was so, doing the kick rock. So for the first draft pick, are you picking whoever the Redskins have in their backfield? Absolutely not. <laughs> you don't see the things this guy just made. <laughs> I mean, real talk. I mean, that's my team and all, but I, I'm not gonna. Pick, I, I have had a Redskins running back on my roster in every league for the last, I don't know how many years. So they get picked up, just not first. <laughs> because, and that's because the Redskins haven't normally been heavy run. They've always been heavy pass. I picked up Kirk Cousins in the last two two years. Um, so yeah, you gotta look, you gotta know the team. You gotta know what type of offense they have. You're picking up a running back on a team that's heavy pass is silly. Word. True. That. Word, word. Well, I ain't giving up my strategy. That's why I'm quiet. Well, so, well, I mean, as you can see, everybody kind of has different strategies. Everybody's playing a little bit close to the chest right now. Like we're, uh, actually NFL general managers and we get <laughs> paid to do this. <laughs> hey. Uh, let me, I mean, let me tell y'all a little little secret. Go ahead and draft this guy, listeners. Go ahead and draft this guy. Lucky Whitehead, draft that guy. Go ahead. Draft him first? Yeah, go ahead. He, he yeah. the guy who just got dropped from the Cowboys because he was stealing stuff? Allegedly, <laughs> which was proven <laughs> to be uh, a... <laughs> I'm sorry, allegedly. That was a fraud case, actually, sir. He was it falsely, accused. falsely uh, accused. I believe he'll be taking his talents to uh, New York. This year, actually, I believe wow. the Jets. They don't need no. Jets have acquired oh. not those. Not, not that New York. I forget there's two teams in New York. I, I forget. I forget the Jets. Well, actually, exists. there's three. Isn't it three? <laughs> no. Where's uh, Buffalo? Uh, that's that's an upstate New York city. That's what? Upstate. Upstate. And not New York. Is that not the same state? New York's a state. Doesn't matter if it's the northern part of the state. In, in, in other words, yeah. I think. And you're Mike right is nodding in, in the camera right now. <laughs> 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 Go sign. I live in upstate New York. Forest Bell is still the same. <laughs> For the record. For the record. I hear with, with that fake news. <laughs> Tell y'all this, y'all in this geography, man. We get it together one of these, one of these episodes. Uh, we'll have to have a teacher on this podcast. Tell us something. I don't know nothing. Uh, we all college educated. Oh God, that was too funny. Do y'all do y'all put a lot of effort into your fantasy football names? I've been having the same I, fantasy football name. I just kind of switch it around every now and then. I do usually to distract the attention from how much my roster sucks. Um, <laughs> speak, speaking of which, just throwing out there, what are some of the names y'all y'all use 
Four. TDs out for Harambe. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, you did use that. <laughs> when I picked up uh, Philip Rivers, I had Crimea Rivers. Probably some crazy names. I will go through about, just so the listeners know, I will go through about three names per team per season in fantasy football. I think it's bad luck to change your name this no. season. I didn't change my name last season until I lost my first game to Mike, and so I changed it to the Warriors Blue, a 3-1 lead in the finals. <laughs> it's probably going to be my new name moving forward. I change my name when I get a player that warrants a better team name. Like, for a while, I had – I picked up in this – no, I think I did all right easily. I picked up TJ Yeldon on a couple teams just so I could use his name. <laughs> that's horrible. Yeah, that's, that's... – It's fair. I mean, he had a couple games in there where he did well, but he played for the Jags, so it was never really that great. Shout out to Jackson. He's still there, right? I think so. You going to any Jazz games this year, D-Day? Uh, nope. Actually, the closest team to me is Tampa. Oh. Yeah, I probably won't be going to any. Well, I'll probably go to one of those when Carolina comes to town. Probably make that trip. Indeed, indeed. There was one, there was one fancy football name I had. The team was awful, but I picked up uh, Terrell Pryor. So it was chill out, bro. I got Pryors. <laughs> 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 Long names. <laughs> yeah, I think that's too many oh, characters. Honor, honor always full sentences. <laughs> Let me get a roster burger. Hey, boy. Is y'all done yet? That one wasn't the best. But the chill out, bro, I got priors was pretty good. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. I will say that, Scott. I'm interested to see what Terrell Pryor does in uh, D.C. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's just thinking it's Scott. <laughs> because uh, his transition from being a quarterback to being a solid wide receiver in Cleveland, um, I say Cleveland just to give a grain of salt with this analysis, has been interesting. Like, he actually had a good year last year. So I want to see what he does on a team that isn't Cleveland to see if that carries over or if it was a fluke or if it was because it was Cleveland and they didn't have anybody else or what. So I'm interested. Treat. I personally think he's going to do well because I think the, last, the last two, three, two and a half, three years, Redskins' pass offense has been pretty, pretty up there um, in the league. Their defense hasn't been great, which is why they were losing some games. But offensively, they they were up there. So you adding a weapon like that to already pretty much distributed with wide receiver court. No, they lost um, your boy. I can't think of his name. Like Sean that. Jackson. Yeah, yeah. So I think that is, that's a good a good plug-in player. So, so, so we'll see what happens. Though. I'm always optimistic until they let me down that I'm not optimistic anymore. <laughs> All right, this is going to be a random question. It has nothing to do with sports. But it's something I've been thinking about lately as I have watched military movies. In your opinions, do you believe... During our lifetimes, we will see a World War Three. Like a movie? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure they'll make movies of it after it, but uh, I mean, like a real life, like a World War Three, like a happy. 
Like, I don't know if it would go as far as it would be a draft and everything like that. Before we answer the question, what made you think about that? Well, I watched the movie. I watched Hacksaw Ridge recently. Um, I watched a movie called D Day. Um, not being conceited, it just happened to be the same name. Um, yeah, being conceited. Yeah, a little nah, bit. Because yeah, I mean, it's an actual historical event that happened. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I just watched a couple of military movies, and I just wondered, like, World War Three. Like, what would happen? Do you also say that because of who we have in office or just the movies that you've been watching? Well, just because we, who we have in office as well as I feel like, I don't know, I'm not going to say that we're overdue, but... Uh, <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> well, we had a couple of wars since then. Um, I, I guess the... But think not of, on that scale, I feel like. To think about a World War Three, we need to go back and think about what caused the first two world wars and those were like blocks of power so like different teams of countries basically that you know were on the same side and had a common enemy um are you think that we're going to find ourselves in that position especially with uh you know certain people in office um in various offices that we have an alliance of another country so somebody gets invaded and you know we're going to be like all right you know we're going to help y'all out real quick basically to put it in the most layman of terms. Right, yeah, that's what I'm just wondering. Like, if, you know, if anybody else thinks that, I do think it's a possibility that that'll happen in our lifetime. I don't necessarily think that it's right now. I'm talking about overall lifetime, not right now. Like, right now, I think the only major beef I could really think of where, you know, we have allies and, like, a common enemy would be with North Korea, but I don't think they're big enough to bring out Russia. Russia. Yeah. Um, well, Russia, Russia, Russia's close. Russia's real close. Yeah, I um, yeah. I'm not sure if anybody, like, I guess what Kendall was saying as far as, you know, common enemies, pretty much forming alliances, and then trying to take out, you know, playing a common, common person or whatever, or stuff like that. I'm not sure if that happened just because of how developed militaries have gotten. True. It's, you know, I feel like there's a lot of things that will be done initially. To kind of deter countries from trying to, it's kind, it's kind of like nipping stuff in the bud before we're able to develop, <laughs> or people are able to to, join, to develop forces, or you know actually form alliances and stuff like that because of technology and drones and strikes and all that stuff like that. I don't I don't know if unless it was completely off caught off guard and completely secret and people were moving in secret for years and years and years and nobody even has suspicion about it. But that's the only way I can see it even being get to the point where it gets to that level. Because I feel like as soon as the United States has a suspicion <laughs> of something, they're launching a missile, they're they're sending drones, they're doing something to kind of say, hey, you guys need to think about that a little bit more before, you know. And that's without using any manpower whatsoever. That, that brings me to something else that you know I've recently been exposed to, Scott. Is um. There's a book, it's a fictional book, of course, where a guy wrote it, and I can't remember the name of it. It was something that was talked about in my residency. And you were talking about people moving in secret. It's talking about technology that was created in places such as China and Japan. And how do we know that they haven't secretly embedded, like, microchips or something that's supposed to activate this technology, like, I don't know, like warheads or whatever, and just turn it against us? What do you mean? Sorry, I missed it. Like, essentially, I know most of the 
stuff of that nature isn't necessarily manufactured in China and brought over here, like warheads or anything like that. But just like essentially cyber warfare. Oh, so you mean like their their actual products and stuff? Right. They've been well, we've they've been exporting, we've been importing. Um, sure. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, they just can turn on switch and our TV will blow up. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm being, I'm being no, funny, but, essentially, yeah, but, but something along that line. Like, I, okay. I can think of the book right now. I can tell you, this is just something like, just something that had me thinking about. This was all during my uh, my World War Three session, brainstorming <laughs> session. Um, I'm not gonna say something like that's impossible, but I feel like there's. There's a lot of there's a lot, there's of, a lot of things. Like, yeah, exactly. There's a lot of things that <laughs> stuff has to go through in order to come into this, <laughs> in order to actually get here. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, and um, I'm not sure if people will just be that freely <laughs> taking products in that could potentially cause dangers and harm and stuff like that. But I mean, to be honest, you never know. Right. I'm thinking like a, a not like a reverse Y2K, like essentially uh-huh. control. Control Y2K, where you know it's it's all been set for a certain time, certain day. But right also, now. if you think if you think about it, because of how interwoven a lot of these countries are at this point in time, they'd be very resilient to do some type of attack or something like that because it would affect their own economy and it would it affect their own processes. So that's something to think about too. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, essentially, what I'm talking about would it break the internet and yeah. And why would you why would you want to do that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you like know, you shut yourself off from the world once you do. You shut off everybody else's government, but you shut down yours too. That, it yeah, just exactly. you know, it, it doesn't make. But I mean, like I like thinking about I don't like thinking about stuff negative stuff like that. But <laughs> it's it's interesting to think about stuff like that too. I'm a big military movie guy, conspiracy. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. But I, I read them a lot, and I think it's interesting what people come up with. It's kind of off the wall sometimes. But. Yeah. I'll get the name of that book for you guys online. Well, that was interesting. About <laughs> 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 to say, do we, do we come back to Earth now? <laughs> yeah, we'll come back. Just explore a little bit of D-Day's mind. I know he's yeah, in the house. We're fictional <laughs> for a little bit. That's going to be a new segment on the podcast, uh, about 10 minutes, D-Day's Corner, where, you know, D-Day shares. Like, who am I to cut somebody off? <laughs> it brings me to my next point, kids. Drugs. Jesus. <laughs> oh, no. Which, which brings me to my soon-to-be exit. Uh, anybody seen Girls Trip? Random, I know. <laughs> just uh, I'm gonna answer your question. I haven't seen just it. Just to, to to backtrack to where we've gotten in this podcast, we were originally talking about sports, and then World War Three, and then the, the people secretly putting things that are gonna blow up <laughs> in our homes, and now girls trip. All right. So to answer the question, yes, saw it. It was hilarious. Um, yeah. That was a funny movie. Tiffany had issues. It was hilarious. Gotcha. Well, that's where I'll be in 40 minutes. Well, Girls Trip? Yes. And the best, I think the best part about that, she was doing an interview, and I think like, like 70, 80% of her lines are improv. 
Really? Like, she had the free range to just say stuff. Oh, is that the, uh, the booty hole girl? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> you gotta sync that trailer. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta Google that trailer. Uh-huh. There's, a, there's a trailer out there for Girls Trip, for those who haven't seen it, that where she, uh, Tiffany Haddish's character is talking to Jada Pinkett Smith's character, and she's trying to offer her drugs, and they're in an airport. And she lets her know that she has them hidden in her booty house. Wow. Oh, Jada, wow. Jada then states, you can get an infection in there. <laughs> Tiffany then says that, uh, no, you can't. <laughs> it's a booty house. <laughs> <laughs> it is a hilarious trailer and a very funny moment in that movie. But yes, two thumbs up. Please go see it. Uh, any more Black movies Disney. you guys are looking forward to before we uh, sign off? Uh, Justice League. Yeah. Okay. It's not coming out until November. Yeah, I'm not going to go see uh, that. What? Uh, you're looking forward to that? Yeah, right. Yes. Yes. Did you go see Wonder Woman? It's DC. No, I didn't go see one. No, nah, I didn't it's go DC. see it either. Yeah, I'm not going to see no DC movie. Wait, y'all not, not going to see it? Nah, I'm not. I'm not going to wait to see it. I will wait until I tell I'm going to wait until I read Redbox. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Listen, do not hold Batman and Superman against Wonder Woman and these future movies. Because Wonder Woman was a great movie. I think Justice League is going to be a good movie. I'm looking forward to Aquaman when it comes out. What was the um, name of the first movie you said? Did not hold something against Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman versus Superman. Oh, okay. I haven't seen yeah. that either. Uh, Don't the see it. Ben Affleck Batman movie, Yo. which versus Superman, I wasn't a fan of, but Wonder Woman was great. Y'all ain't, ain't a real superhero fan, man. Why not? Why not? That's a very hot take. <laughs> That's a pretty hot take. <laughs> I understand, comparing, comparing, if you compare Marvel to DC movies, you'll be, you know, you may be disappointed if you did, if you went in with that, <laughs> with that mindset, but yes, Batman vs Superman wasn't great, wasn't terrible either, but it wasn't great, but it was okay, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman was awesome, <laughs> I don't think you say we're not superhero movie fans just because we don't like DC movies. Were you just saying you're not going to, you're not even going to go, you didn't even watch it? I watched it. <laughs> uh, the last DC movie I saw was Suicide Squad. Because well, my I, I, favorite comic book character was in Batman it. Batman vs Superman. That's what I was referring no, to. No, 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 no. I saw Batman vs Superman. I just told Kendall. I haven't seen I Batman vs Superman. But oh, I wouldn't tell anybody to go see Suicide like, Squad either. Like, don't okay. go spend your money. That's what I'm saying. Especially okay. now. Well, so, I, did anybody see uh, Spider-Man? I didn't. Not yet. Oh, okay. I thought that was amazing. I thought it was really good. I wanted to see it. Just haven't seen it yet. I've seen every Spider-Man movie. I, I seen every have two. Okay. movie except for one. Which one? Which one? Um, the Fantastic Four remake. Oh, yeah. Don't go see that. That was um, like a DC movie. Good choice. 
Final choice. <laughs> it's not like BC movie. <laughs> That's funny. No, but that's well, the only one I do. So here, here's my thing. Um, one, I agree with Scott. Wonder Woman was phenomenal. I'm looking forward to seeing Justice League, and I'm looking forward to the Aquaman movie. Um, for Kendall, who hasn't seen Batman vs Superman, I think you should see it for the plot. To see it if because it's a bad goes, movie. Because sometimes I watch movies just to see how bad they are. So I see it for that reason. Well, well, not no, no, not but, but it's not bad. That. That's what I'm saying. It's not a bad movie. I, don't, I mean, it's I just, just, I just don't. The casting is bad. I, I literally don't it's care about the plot. Level of Marvel. Yeah. If the last Batman movie I will ever see would be The Dark Knight Rises, then I'm okay with that. And I don't think I've ever seen a Superman movie. So that's. I bad. think we just have to give up on Kindle. <laughs> <laughs> And I had to go take a, I had to put a <laughs> All right, so all right, last question, then we're gonna get off. Um, since we're talking about superhero movies and all that type of stuff, um, we did something at uh, the wedding shower, bridal shower thing, where they asked, they sent, you know, they're gonna send you guys some questions basically. And one of the questions I got was, which superhero would you be if you could, you know, pick any superhero? Basically, you know, she had to guess which superhero I would pick. So I'm going to present that question to you guys. You know, all the DC, Marvel movies, comic books, anything. If you could pick to be one superhero, which would it be? D-Day, you go first. D-Day can go first. D-Day is literally going through his Rolodex of superheroes right now. Same. What about you, Scott? You got anything? I mean, if you guys want to think about it, then we can like present our answers on like a future podcast. We could do that. Yeah, I need to, I need to think about that. Yeah, it's, it's going to take some time, some research and the backstory. See, and all, man. I was going to bring this one up in our production meeting, but um, you know, it just came to me right then. Word up. So, all right. So next time on the Brothers Podcast, we're going to talk about you know what superheroes would be if we could be one and everybody's going to cool. reveal their pick and everyone's going to have enough time to think about it word, word yeah, up yep yep so so appreciate you guys for uh, listening with us today hope everybody has a good day and then um, check out our release on Tuesday I believe believe that word up Ten questions to D-Day at D-Day's Corner yeah D-Day's Corner <laughs> D-Day's Corner at the Brothers Podcast <laughs> New segment we're going to be trying. <laughs> I am down for that. <laughs> Tweet them. Tweet me that. At, at, at is your name? Uh, any random questions you could think of, you know, definitely tweet D-Day or Facebook D-Day or, no, just tweet them. Just tweet them. And don't limit these questions to blowing up TVs or, um, you know, cell phones that, that, you know, automatically blow up when they're being charged. Wait, that's already happened. dun 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 Fruish. What is my Twitter handle? Yes. Send these questions to good underscore day, sir. Once again, that is good underscore day, sir. All right. We out. We out.